0: Psalms talk about John 316. Austin 316 says I just whipped your ass. Wait! <laughs> Paul's the moat I this. I
1: am broken, my hearted. And I would like to inform all of you out there in the multiverse about one of the most wonderful podcasts in existence. Yes. It is called The Go Home Show. And it is hosted by Jordan and Nick. And they're both true subscribers to my broken brilliant ass. They talk about wrestling. They cover everything in the wrestling divers. Make sure to check them out. The Go Home Show. As you will find it absolutely stupid. And we're back with another episode of the Go Home Show. It's your boy, Jordan, here at my homie, Nick. How you doing, man? My whole
0: son, won't you come? So I was debating on whether to do "My Whole Son" or "Down in a Hole" by Allison Chain. So I went with Soundgarden. Could have gone either way, but I'm good, brother. How about you?
1: <laughs> that was a, that was a good one. Hey, I, it took I, it took me a second to realize we weren't the actual song. <laughs> Think about what you said.
0: <laughs> now the, now the meme is officially unfunny. Now that I've done something. <laughs>
1: hey, it was good enough for me. You got a <laughs> yeah. laugh out of me. No. <laughs> Started off on a good note right there. <laughs> but nah man, I'm doing good. Uh what I do this weekend. Watch some uh UFC fights. Hey, got stuck in the snow, my my mom's car. That wasn't fun. Oh no. I've seen you made some money on them fights too. I did not make any money. I was oh, gonna shit. win some money.
0: Oh I, your your uh your your gif was very deceiving, man.
1: He he so that guy let's talk some UFC real quick. <laughs> so Anthony Hernandez was i did like a parlay bet i bet five dollars and if i won i was gonna win 13k
0: oh shit
1: it was a 12 a parlay so like a 12 bet parlay so i bet on 12 fights yep I, I, if that fight he was like highly like the underdog he was like plus 300 other guy was like minus 400 so gotcha. like it was high underdog he won so i was hyped because i at that point i was like i had everything right i was nine but no, I was 10 out of 12. I got 10 out of 12 oh, right. I was so close.
0: Damn.
1: <laughs> so close. So that was not fun, but the fights are good, so I can't complain too much. It was only $5. <laughs> Five bucks. It's always
0: fun when you got money on the line, too. Not, exactly. Yeah, I
1: mean, exactly. not too much, but. Yeah, not too much. I, I could never do too much, but $5 I can get rid of for sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, man, those was some good fights I watched. Uh, had karma practice for the first time in like a long time.
0: Nice. Very cool. It's the weather has bit. not been kind to us either. That's for sure. So I'm yeah, glad that not, you guys got together.
1: It's been like snowing for the past three weeks every day. So.
0: That lake effect, baby.
1: Yep. Well, yeah, man, Besides that, it's been kind of a just chill, chill week for me. How about you?
0: Yeah, I'm good. I've just been working like crazy and watching wrestling when I can. Shoveling nonstop <laughs> every day. So. But there you it. go.
1: There you yeah. go, man. Well. At least we got some good wrestling to keep us nice and warm this week. (laughs) That's right. But uh, a little bit of news before we get into the week in wrestling. WWE announced a few signings. Uh, We kind of, not hinted at this, but kind of guessed that he would be signing uh, Blake Christian. They announced his signing. All heart Blake Christian is now signed with NXT, or I'm assuming NXT, with WWE. And also another another Christian. There's two Christians that got signed. (laughs) (laughs) Blake Christian and Christian Casanova. Man, I've been calling this for like a year. I said if Christian Casanova doesn't get signed in 2021, somebody's messing up, and they, they didn't waste any time.
0: Yeah, definitely. It made sense, like you said, for Blake Christian, because his girlfriend. Yeah, Lena outside? Black. But she was just on NXT, too. She. Yeah. Her name is what? Nora?
1: Cora Jade now, yeah.
0: Cora Jade, okay. Yeah, and she did the jab for Isaiah Lee, but. Yeah. Okay.
1: What well, can she you do? Put exactly she, she signed there too so yeah that's cool and then another somebody who you'll be watching heavily billy mckenzie she's a uh british talent i believe she's only 20 years old she used to team with uh, pete dunn on the the uk indies they were called the uh what they called them the bruiser mates <laughs> oh okay were they uh, an
0: item or something
1: oh they're just tag team oh okay, okay. nice going crazy and, uh, oh, yeah. yeah, so she got signed to NXT UK, so you'll be seeing a lot of her. She's really good from the matches I've seen, so okay. I'm sure she'll get a pretty good push there. And the last name that got signed was kind of a foregone conclusion. I figured that she would end up here eventually. Taya Valkyrie, formerly of Impact. I think second longest reigning Impact Women's Champion or Knockout Champion now. I think uh Diana took over that uh regard now. I think she's not the longest reigning, but Taya for the long time was the longest reigning uh, impact. knockouts champion ever. So cool to see her get signed to WWE. And I'm, I'm assuming she goes to the main roster to be with Morrison.
0: Yeah, that would make the most sense. I just hope that they don't do a, give her a Dana Brooke treatment. And yeah. Hopefully they get something out of her.
1: Yeah, She's really good. She would be one of the, she's a high level talent, man. So I'd hope they, if they take her to the, the main roster, they use her. Well,
0: yeah no I, I should rephrase that i hope they use her well That could obviously get oh, yeah. out of her because she's a, a good talent
1: absolutely well yeah man a few new signs to wwe that was kind of the only really news that popped up this week for, that i saw which is a good thing i'd say because a lot of the times the news is the best the best news so
0: yeah especially in wrestling so no news is sometimes the best news
1: exactly so speaking of not the best let's talk about this <laughs> monday night raw from uh what was it the eighth i guess it would be yeah i think it was the eighth. yeah so it opened up with shane mcmahon returning here comes the bunny. <laughs> here we go he comes back to announce uh the elimination chamber and he announced that drew mcintyre will be facing all former champ uh wwe or universal champions in the the uh, elimination chamber coming up which is this sunday now that we're which is crazy that the elimination chamber got ma- announced two weeks before the match is supposed to happen.
0: <laughs> yeah, that I, uh, that one always sneaks up on me because I always forget that there's what one or how many are in between rumble and mania. Uh,
1: I think some. What is the fast lane that they also do in then elimination chamber? So
0: are they still still doing fast lane? I thought it was uh, something else.
1: I don't know. Nah, it was maybe you're right? I don't know off the top of my head. They change their pay per view names so often. Yeah. Because I think one year, Great Balls of Fire was here. That's what point. it was, yeah. It? Yeah. <laughs> the worst pay-per-view name they've ever had, I think. I know,
0: right? <laughs> like Vince is just stuck in the fucking 50s with a big bopper or something. The <laughs>
1: yeah, exactly. But in the Elimination Chamber coming up this Sunday, we got Randy Orton, Jeff Hardy, AJ Styles, The Miz, and Sheamus. So, actually referendum to that. That The Miz is no longer in it. On this week's Raw, which we won't be talking about next week because we'll be talking about next uh, Elimination Chamber, Kofi Mm -hmm. Kingston took The Miz's place, actually. So that's who will be in the match.
0: Gotcha.
1: But yeah, he announces that Drew Happy defended his title against all champions, which is cool. Keeps it uh, fresh, I guess, aside from the fact that every person in this match besides AJ Styles was probably in an Elimination Chamber match in 2008. But (laughs) (laughs) right yeah
0: exactly this is Dell. yeah that's a good point
1: (laughs) (laughs) like every single person in this match besides maybe maybe drew because he's he left for a while so he came back but still everybody else here besides him and aj is definitely they could have put some newer talent into this i think
0: yeah at least somebody where you know it's like you know you could guess one or two guys that might win it if drew doesn't retain yeah at least give a little bit of uh, shine to a new
1: talent, maybe a Mustafa Ali or something. That'd be cool. Ali deserves it, but got to be a former champion, I guess. (laughs) I guess, yeah. But the opening match of the show was AJ Styles against Jeff Hardy, which is always going to be a fun match. That's TNA right there. Some of Jeff Hardy's best work was in TNA. (laughs) (laughs) I've seen many matches. His worst work, too. (laughs) Uh, His single worst moment in wrestling was in TNA, for sure. Agreed. But he's he's good now. He's Even though they keep using that time in his life as a way to tell a storyline in WWE, but that's neither here nor there.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> but basically, AJ just works Hardy's legs in this match. He ends up winning with a calf crusher, which I love that move. Love that AJ started doing that a few years yeah. back. But yeah, it was a fun match. Not what you could expect from an opening Raw match, I'd say.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, this... This is probably the best. I was going to say. This might be the best match on the whole thing that I can remember. It's been a couple of weeks now, but yeah. from what I remember, that was our. That was probably the. That honestly, it probably stood out because it was number one. The start of the show, and yeah. I like both the guys. So it's
1: but hard it was for AJ Styles. Fine, and... fine match. Yeah, it's hard for them to have a bad match. Definitely, they're yeah. both great workers. Speaking of great workers, though, the next match that really stood out was uh, the New Day against Retribution's T-Bar and Slapjack which is it was a fun match, too. Uh, the New Day ended up picking up the win with the, uh, what do they call that, their finish? Daybreak. Oh, okay. And, and, I didn't uh, know that's what it
0: was. It's called Daybreak?
1: Yeah, I think so. I why
0: have I not known
1: I, that? I, I could have just made that up, but I'm pretty sure that's what they call it. I <laughs>
0: think you're right.
1: But uh, Mustafa Ali was on commentary, just kind of running out his story of why he has a problem with Kofi Kingston, because he took his spot in the Elimination Chamber the year that Kofi Mania happened, and it kind of... He's, and Ali never really got the shot that he would have gotten there. So, Dude,
0: That would have been the perfect setup right there. You know what it, I mean? For exactly. him to jump Kofi, take a spot back. Yeah, I don't know.
1: I hope that would happen, but it, it didn't happen on the go-home to Ross. Or the go-home Ross, so I'm assuming. it, right. Unless he it happens at the pay-per-view, which I would love. Because I would love to see Mustafa get a chance like that. But I yeah. don't see it really happening, unfortunately.
0: Yeah.
1: But somebody who are, they are giving a big chance to. Uh, Damian Priest took on Angel Garza on the show. Which Angel Garza, they loved him for a while, and now he just kind of seems like he's a job guy out of.
0: Yeah, I, I would. Agree. Yeah, you you spoke. I read my mind on that one, but I'm trying to think like who else would be good in this spot to put over Damian Priest. Not Angel Garza. He's too
1: fresh. Yeah, and. I guess they kind of they need a heel because Damian Priest is going to be a a face. I was going to say Uberto Carrillo, but he's a face major league. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: So I don't know. I don't
0: know. They got, they got, they get a job guy at a, a, you know, uh, uh, very short notice, it seems like on NXT. Yeah. Why can't you, you know what I mean? I don't know.
1: I don't know. It's kind of weird. But yeah, during the match, Miz and Morrison are causing distractions, obviously. And then Bad Bunny, he he, he ends up, uh, giving Priest the, the uh, upper hand and just kind of yeah. neutralizing Miz and Morrison, and that led to uh, Priest winning with the Retribution, or Reckoning is what he calls it. Yeah, The
0: Reckoning,
1: yeah. <laughs> which is a person in Retribution. Yeah. <laughs> <Which is funny. laughs> that's
0: right. God, that's confusing. i surprised they let him <laughs> keep that name, too.
1: Yeah, honestly. I I, I God, didn't,
0: already got a Reckoning.
1: I didn't realize that until I just looked down and saw the name Reckoning. I was like, oh, that's Mia Yim. Yeah. <laughs> She He hit her with the Mia Yum. That's his new finished name. They're not using that <laughs> no more. Yeah. Oh, they just got married, too.
0: <laughs> or, or engaged. Yeah,
1: shout-out to me and uh Keith Lee, who... Hey, look Look at that perfect segue, because next match Woo-hoo. stood out was Keith Lee against Matt Riddle. It was a, this is uh, probably my favorite match of the show. They, these guys work really well together. And uh, in the end, Lee ended up picking up the win with the Spirit Bomb, of course.
0: Beautiful.
1: Then after the bell. None other than the U.S. champion Bobby Lashley came out and attacked both men through uh lee into the barricade and put the hurt lock on uh riddle there
0: i think lee and lashley is a wrestlemania match
1: that would be awesome i would love that especially if, if keith lee gets the belt and they had the magic mania yeah that'd be awesome yeah. that's too- that would be
0: something i hope they're working towards you know what i mean
1: yeah you, we can only hope <laughs> i
0: don't know what you do with riddle maybe put him somewhere else but
1: yeah i don't know i don't think they know what they're doing with he, They. He, they dropped his first name because they wanted to be more serious, which I don't know how that makes you more serious. Yeah, what the... F- that was the reason? Yeah, because they were because t- there's that, that one or two weeks where he was, like, super serious and not, not joking as much, and now he's just yeah. fully joking.
0: Especially with the name Riddle. Like, what? Yeah. How are you going to be serious with the name just Riddle?
1: You see me with the uh, mm-hmm. Lucha House party now, and... I don't know, man. Yeah,
0: know. it's just odd. I thought they did it just because, like, Vince just doesn't like first names or two names. I don't know. I still don't understand.
1: It's just Vince. It's Vince logic. Bah. one of the things that got the most buzz from uh from this show was Dex. <laughs> Lana versus Nia Jax yeah. in a table match.
0: Yeah, this was kind of like supposed to be Lana's comeback, I guess, or Her payback. Big win, yeah, and it was overshadowed by oh. uh, I almost <laughs> yeah, Jax saying my hole
1: <laughs> that was the highlight of it for sure so that yeah. happened. she hits the leg drop goes for a leg drop on lana misses hit, hits the apron and just meow. my hole did you see that yeah i saw that one that was <laughs> <laughs>
0: sorry
1: instant memes everywhere which yeah I, i'm sure was the, the purpose of her saying that
0: <laughs> oh i'm sure
1: but it was funny and then after that happens, it kind of like distracts her enough. She's enough, she's hurt enough for Lana to spear her through a table.
0: Yeah, didn't did the table break? Am I remember that right? The table broke, right?
1: Yeah, it, it broke.
0: Okay, okay. I don't know why I'm, in my head it didn't break. I don't know why.
1: But after the match, Shayna Baszler comes out and tries to attack, and Naomi makes a save. So that leads to Naomi defeating Shayla Baszler in a match, which which is cool to see Naomi get a big win there. Mm-hmm. She gets a small package for the one two three and then the main event was a uh, no contest i'm not i'm not this was a, it was an all right match i've seen this match so many times i don't even feel really the need to talk about it yeah. <laughs> drew mcintyre against randy orton it was, it was a cool match for, for what it, for what it was and then uh sheamus hits a bro kick on mcintyre to cause the no contest so i don't know i i just don't need to see Shane, uh, randy orton and drew mcintyre wrestle for the seventeen thousandth time
0: and, and uh, I think Lacey Evans and Charlotte Flair wrestled as well. This
1: this uh oh this yeah Raw, they did yeah.
0: Which I've for sure seen what three times now.
1: Three times, well, you're not gonna be seeing it any more times because on this week's RAW, well, I kind of mm-hmm. tie in this here. Apparently, Lacey Evans told them before the the night or that that morning overall that she was pregnant, so she's not gonna be in the title match this Sunday. I'm assuming. I- she
0: rode <laughs> Space Mountain one too many times. Woo!
1: Yeah, they definitely uh, insinuated that Ric Flair was the dad, which she's—he's not. They did. Yeah, because she said it, and then he's like, the camera turns to Ric Flair, and he's like, he does the Ric Flair that uh, slaps and goes, woo, <laughs> woo, which
0: was, love yeah. it or hate it. It's the best thing going today.
1: I don't know about that one, Rick. <laughs> 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 yeah, piece of trash. Nah, yeah. Nah. Nah, you're good, Rick Flair. You're cool. Just yes, keep, Flair, keep, Flair, keep, on keep on winning. Keep on
0: winning. Yes, sir.
1: Well, yeah, so I don't know what they're doing with that storyline now, because I'm sure they did not plan that.
0: <laughs> no, definitely not. So well, I mean, thankfully we just don't need we don't need that angle.
1: Yeah, I'm you I'm know? not complaining, yeah. It's
0: a blessing in disguise. So
1: definitely. i I I kinda think she was gonna win the match at the pay per view and then It it was going to be her and Charlotte at Mania, so that might have thrown some huge wrenches in the plans.
0: In the end, it's legit, right? It's not an angle. Yeah, it's
1: it's a shoot, yeah. Shoot pregnant.
0: (laughs) Snitsky's not going to come out and kick a baby again.
1: Oh, I... eh, It wasn't his fault, man. (laughs) It wasn't his fault. uh,
0: That's the only thing that could save this angle is Snitsky came back.
1: Oh, shot the to Gene Snitsky. Snitsky. Uh, Really nice guy. Is he really?
0: Yeah, he's really nice. I met him at a comic book shop when I used to live uh, in Griffith, Indiana. And yeah, he did a signing at the comic book shop and I just went in there just for shits and giggles. Uh, I didn't have him sign anything. I just took a picture with him and he, he was really, really nice.
1: That's sick. <laughs> it wasn't his fault, but it. Hey. <laughs> de- that's funny. But yeah, man, that was rough for this week. We'll be talking about a uh, elimination chamber coming up on next week's episode. Who do you think uh, leaves the elimination chamber with that title? Do you think Drew retains?
0: I think Drew retains.
1: I, I wouldn't know so.
0: who is Mania. Uh, you know, I think yeah. this might be the Sheamus payoff. Hopefully, hopefully we don't get Sheamus McIntyre at Mania.
1: I think they might go there, but I like mm-hmm. who else? Who else on Raw? Are they're not really? Yeah, they're not building right. anybody. I just, don't
0: wanna, I just don't want to admit it, but I think he retains though.
1: Yeah, I think so, too. But, yeah, that was, that was uh, Raw. So we can hop into Impact's No Surrender from this Saturday. It was a uh, Impact special, pay-per-view, whatever you want to call it. It wasn't really a pay-per-view, but it was a, one of the Impact spe- Plus specials. So the big shows that they used in between their big pay-per-views of the year. But, yeah, it was, it was a fun show, man. It opened up with uh, uh, Decay featuring their new member who joined on this week's uh, Impact, which I didn't get to talk about because... Obviously, this happened after it, but yeah. <laughs> Black, Black- Hell yeah of Triple uh, A. He's now joining in with Crazy Steven Rosemary, which is a perfect pairing. That dude's rules. It's a,
0: it's, it is it's a perfect pairing, but it seems odd at first. I don't know.
1: Yeah, like you think of it or like what? And then you look at Steve them together ran. and you're like, wait, that makes a lot of sense, actually. <laughs> yeah, because so it's like,
0: like a misfit type of
1: yeah, mid- exactly. gimmick
0: is kind of it's like a more. It's like a cooler, uh, what's that, Mantar?
1: Mantar, yeah. Yeah. But he's actually sick.
0: (laughs) He's the cool version of Mantar.
1: Exactly, yeah. So they took on uh, Tennille Dashwood, Larry D, and AC Baby. So Triple XL and Tennille Dashwood. It was was a fun match. Uh, Black Tower was getting to pick up the pin, but this man rules, dude. He's just, he's so fun to watch because he's like a big dude, but he can move like crazy. (laughs) Yes. And he's ridiculously strong. Uh, That's really cool. Yeah, we've seen him multiple times, I feel like, now. Yep. Big fan of Black Taurus. pretty sure I have a picture of Black Taurus somewhere. That's dope. He was at uh, Warrior a few times. Shout out to Warrior Wrestling one time. Hopefully, they come back with those uh, stadium series soon. Trying to see some wrestling live.
0: Yeah, hopefully in the summer or spring.
1: Yeah, he's got to be in the spring or summer. But hopefully. That's not too far away. I mean, I, I hope it's not, at least. You never know. Yeah, Illinois weather. <laughs> you told me about that
0: Gringo Loco and Rocky Romero match in MLW. Yeah, that seems like we would have seen that at Warrior Wrestling.
1: Honestly, I, like, honestly, that like, yeah,
0: that seems like made for Warrior.
1: Which is crazy. So that's another um, kind of a side a side bit right here. But that's another version, or not another version, but another Perpindor. Forbidden door, yes, type <laughs> of thing because that's MLW and New Japan working together. Because Rocky Romero was like high in New Japan, he's like he works for the office type and he's also a wrestler, so yeah,
0: he
1: might together. be doing,
0: doing a favor, yeah, everybody's coming together.
1: And uh, speaking in, uh, of Japanese promotion and impact, uh, I don't know if you saw this, but uh, the great Muda Kaiji Mudo he mentioned that he got some uh mail. It was like a very, it was I saw the translation, so it might have been broken translation, but it said. I got some mail about uh maybe defending my title in impact the noah title. Damn. So, that I guess who you think? Eddie Edwards.
0: Oh, shit. I,
1: I think cuz Eddie Eddie Edwards is like a very noah all Japan like that's his stuff. Like Gotcha. That'd be cuz he I think he spent some time in noah if i'm not wrong. Okay. Or it might have been it might have been in all Japan. He spent time in Japan for sure somewhere. So that would I mean, be... you
0: put Mudu with anybody, it's like all right, man, I'm I'm yeah. in.
1: Ooh, him and, him and Jake something. Him and...
0: Fuck. and might mm, I don't
1: know. I don't oh, know. There. But yeah. Say it. it could be cool. It could be cool. Yeah.
0: It'd be cool for sure. But yeah. It'd be interesting to see what happens with that.
1: Absolutely. But uh, the next match we saw was Hernandez and Brian Myers taking on who we just mentioned. Eddie Edwards teaming up with uh, the one who is always ready, Matt Cardona. And <laughs> it was a fun little match. Oh, 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 oh,
0: oh, oh wait, no, that's Matt Riddle. Sorry.
1: Oh, wrong you one. It. <laughs> but uh, it, it was cool to see Cardona and Myers kind of go have some back and forth. I'm, yeah. su- I'm sure they're building for a big match, between, singles match between those two eventually, which will be dope.
0: That will be very cool
1: it was it's it's cool because i really like this the heel gimmick that uh brian myers is doing right now he's like fit into that role really well and i don't think he's really done that before he was like a, he was a heel technically when he was an edge head with but that was yeah he didn't, he didn't really get to do any character work he was just low edge <laughs> yeah yeah
0: it's like a fanboy or a stan yeah yeah
1: exactly but that was a gimmick
0: i'm a stan for edge
1: basically yeah <laughs> well this match was really fun uh eddie edwards and cardona and that blues in here but definitely i don't know man i love eddie edwards this dude's like a perfect tag team wrestler like mm-hmm. his, his stuff with american wolves with davy richards back in the day roh tna so good so nice. good but man speaking of great match this was a so the next match was a triple threat revolver match which was apparent it was kind of a, a new new concept that impacted so it's like a Triple threat, but every it was elimination. So when somebody got eliminated, somebody else would come in. I see. And there was a the
0: ECW rules, but you, uh, but other people come like a gauntlet match, I guess.
1: Yeah, it's like a three way dance, but like gauntlet style, basically. Basically, that's a good way to describe it. So it was uh, Josh Alexander, Devary, Suicide, Ace Austin, Trey Miguel, Chris Bay, and Blake Christian. Which is crazy. This is Blake Christian's last match before WWE. <laughs>
0: Did they? Did he hint at like a goodbye type of thing or like a farewell? Like,
1: no, because this, yeah. this was a while ago. This was taped probably before even that GCW match. So technically it wasn't probably his last match, but it was gotcha. his last aired match, you could say. Hmm. But this was really, really fun, man. And Josh Alexander picked up the win. So the stipulation of this was the winner would be the number one contender for the X Division title. So that's going to give Josh Alexander that belt, man. That'd be awesome. I see Andy
0: Kingston tweet about that too.
1: Yeah, he wants he wants Josh Alexander, dude. That match, that oh, they've those two work really well together. They should
0: just do one show or pay per view and just call it the Forbidden Door. Put all of the fucking company names on it and just do matches. Whoever wants to wrestle, who let it happen?
1: That might happen because AEW just filed for trademark for the Forbidden Door. Really? Yeah. I love that. Oh, ooh, that'd be oh, okay. that'd be good. Ooh, that'd be good uh oh, man that'd wrestling's so exciting right now man especially like wrestling outside of the wwe like not as a knock to the wwe but the fact that everybody is working together is crazy because there's hints everywhere like this is off topic again but private party actually i'm, I'm gonna wait until after the private party man to talk about this okay because it's another forbidden door talk but it would make more <laughs> sense to talk about it a Forbidden that. conversation <laughs> but yeah man josh alexander picked up the win and i'm really excited to see what they do with him because like I said once Ethan Page left, I kind of assumed that they would be pushing Josh Alexander pretty heavily as a single star and it seems like they are because this dude, man he's we've seen so many great Josh Alexander matches and that dude can do so much with anybody basically. He can work with anybody of any style. I know this is
0: controversial or it might seem that way uh, but aside from you know what, what the way his life ended his in-ring career, Josh Alexander reminds me
1: of Chris Benoit a lot. Oh, in style, definitely, yeah. yeah definitely. I'd say like Benoit, uh, Dimalenko, I see a lot yeah. of in Alexander. Kurt Angle, yeah. obviously. Just Kurt Angle, for sure. Josh Alexander is so good, man. He's one of my favorites in Impact, and just <laughs> overall, because he was a heavyweight champion at AEW, our, our whole promotion for, for a long time. That's right. But the next match. Speaking of champions, we saw uh, Fire and Flavor retaining their Impact uh, Women's Titles, Knockouts Titles, Tag Titles in a match against Novia and Havoc, and it was a Texas Tornado match. So it was mm-hmm. no DQ Tornado tag. Yep. This was, it was really really fun, man. They they put on a show. This is one of my favorite matches I've seen of these two, uh, Kier and Steals. They put they put on a really good show. And They ended up retaining which is awesome. I'm glad they keep that. they kept those titles. I was scared that they're going to win them and then lose them immediately. But
0: <laughs> yeah, you got to keep them on them, especially when they're the first ones to win it.
1: Exactly. I'm, I'm a big fan of those two and the and have are Awesome too. just having another AAW, uh mainstay.
0: Yep. You love to see it.
1: But, uh, the next match we saw was, uh, Rah- or heat Raju lose to the X division champion in a match. So, uh, <laughs> Rohit you needs to pick up that title again, so I can speak about the extra division title. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, yeah, he took on, he took on the champion TJP, yeah. and uh, <laughs> all I'm gonna say is hopefully Josh Alexander picks up that title soon.
0: Yeah, let's hope.
1: And that's all I gotta say about that. <laughs> <laughs> but the next match was really fun. It, we saw Jordan Grace, Jazz, and ODB take on Deanna Perazzo, the Knockouts champion, Kimberly, and Susan. <laughs> it was really fun and uh the face team jordan grace jazz and odb picked up the win which surprised me champion oh yeah obviously diana didn't take the pin but still kind of it's always surprising to see a champion lo- team lose on a bigger show
0: yeah especially yeah exactly on a bigger show too so that would mean that jordan grace maybe would get a rematch there or i would i would think,
1: think so because those matches they Diana and her had would be were great, so I could see how, that they would go back there for sure. It'd be cool to see Jazz though too. It's it's cool that she still wrestles, you know. Yeah, definitely. I, I would love to see Jazz versus, versus in a, like a singles high profile match against Diana. That'd be awesome. But speaking of awesome, man, next we got the uh, Impact Tag Title Triple Threat. So the Good Brothers, obviously Doc Garlows and Carl Anderson, taking on Private Party Mark Quinn and Isaiah Casty with Matt Hardy, the Hardy Party. <laughs>
0: Oh, nice! Hardy was
1: there. Yeah, of course. And uh, <laughs> James Storm and Chris Sabin. So this is a hell of a fun match, man. Really, really fun match. Private Party looked great. James Storm and Chris Sabin have really good chemistry, which I'm sure it makes sense because they had been opponents for so long with the yeah. multiple tag teams that James Storm had, had in the TNA Impact days. But uh, the Good Brothers picked up the win. Private Party did not have it all in them to to uh, pick up the belts here. And after the match, Matt Hardy berated them. Like, he was pissed. Like, grabbed him by the head. Like, ah, furious. Mm. He was <laughs> mad. And on week, uh, they showed, like, a, a like, sad music compilation of, like, all their times together. private Matt Hardy's not answering private parties' calls now and all this. They're bringing them up already? No. Because on Twitter, they they posted that video and they said, Matt, what can we do to make it up to you? And he said, uh. Maybe I'll give you another chance. And then Isaiah uh, Cassidy tweeted, "How about you uh, let us go take those titles off of Gresham and Lethal?" What, <laughs> um, dude? If they go, for t- if they do ROH, pull ROH into this too. Every match that I could ever want is going to have it, basically.
0: Yeah, because ROH I think was the last one to enter the forbidden door. Yeah,
1: yeah. like man, if we get,
0: did they respond or no?
1: Yeah, uh, I think Jonathan Gresham gave, gave like a the I emoji, and uh, AEW retweeted the tweet.
0: Ooh.
1: Yeah, if we get Beautiful. if we get the foundation, Jonathan Gresham and Jay Lethal against the Private Party, that'd be masterpiece, man.
0: I don't know if I ever I've, I told you this, but my dad loves Ring of Honor. That's sick. Like modern Ring of Honor, like because we watch it every day at lunch. Yeah, we work together, but. Yeah, he's huge on Gresham and Lethal. He loves uh, – <laughs> who else is he? Oh, he, he hates uh, – who's the dude with the V in his
1: forehead? Oh, uh, Vincent.
0: Vincent, yeah. He's like, look at this guy. He looks like Rob Zombie.
1: <laughs> he does not like Rob Zombie. <laughs>
0: he's like, I don't like him.
1: That's sick. Yeah, man, I would love to see some, some more forbidden doors opened with ROH. That's, that'd be crazy. And the, I'm sure the relationship's there because – Everybody this company, damn near, came from ROH. Right, exactly. Oh, man. I was really excited when I saw that because if that happens, that'd be awesome. Jonathan gretchen's one of my favorite wrestlers on the planet right now. Probably the pound damn. for pound best technical wrestler. Yeah. On, that's not signed to WWE because the one that signed to WWE is Brian Daniels and Daniel Bryan. Yep. Nobody's better at technical wrestling than the American Dragon. I bet he's
0: just, I could see Daniel Bryan being like, damn it, man. I wish I could.
1: I'm sure a lot of people there are like, I'm, like not that they're unhappy with WWE, but just the fact that like so much cool stuff is happening outside of it. They're like, oh man, that'd be so be cool. I'm sure they're thinking, oh, like in the back of their head, like, oh, that'd be fun to be a part of. Like, I'm sure Steen would be losing like Kevin Owens would, uh, and all this would be insane. Right, right. Jericho and all no, this would be the Same amount of money. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, man, uh, that's there's, there's so just so many possibilities. What the the main event of this show was uh, to celebrate Tommy Jimmy's birthday. <laughs> He got a world title match against Rich he? Swan. He was 50. That wasn't far off. He turned 50. So his 50th birthday on this day and on Saturday and got a title match for it. It was a fun match, man. Jimer could still go. He could definitely still go.
0: Oh, okay.
1: And surprisingly, he picked up the, the win there. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was
0: going to say,
1: what the fuck? <laughs> no, he I did think not. I would have
0: seen something about
1: that. He did not. Tommy Jimer is not the impact champion. Rich Swan picked up the win here, of course. and it was a Fun match. Fun way to end the show there. But speaking of fun, I heard that the main event over on UK was fun. So what, what happened across the pond?
0: We're going across the pond to NXT UK. So our, you're going to love this. The opening okay. match, we got Isla Dawn against Miko Satomura.
1: Oh, yeah. Let's go.
0: So Satomura wins. Of course, you knew she would. She did her Scorpio Rising finisher,
1: which so is things, like the step up and just kill you yeah. in the back of your head. with a-
0: Exactly. <laughs> Um, she also had a great handstand kick too which was very impressive nice but uh, so of course she it's not so much of a squash it was a full match but you could tell from the get go the, the way they've been promoting her and, yeah. and putting her over that she was gonna win and then at the end Kaylee Ray comes out with her belt so that might be if they ever do a takeover or I don't know I feel like that deserves a takeover match absolutely
1: that definitely deserves to be a takeover match
0: so then we get, yeah, that was a great match. So then we get Johnny Saint, who is like the, I guess, the Triple H of yeah. NXT UK kind of on screen. And he gets Joe Coffee and Rampage Brown together and sit down and officially announces a match for next okay. week between those two, which will be a great match.
1: That'd be um, really they, fun, yeah.
0: Uh, then they give you a uh, Danny Luna. I don't know if you're familiar with her.
1: Not familiar at all, actually.
0: So, Danny Luna, we get a promo from her. She's kind of like a power lifter. I guess that's like her gimmick or her background.
1: Nice.
0: She looks like an impressive, so that'd be cool to see her. Then we get a a, a, a Valkyrie promo. Uh, that's that was the
1: Raven the, girl, like the like she's like a Raven.
0: Yeah, exactly, yeah. with the black feathers and stuff. Yeah. And she gives some type of like crow-like promo.
1: <laughs> okay,
0: it's fine. They're pushing her. It seems like so that was cool. Next, we get uh, Supernova Sessions with uh, Noam, Noam Dar. She's always entertaining. And his guest is Shaw Samuels.
1: Oh, he's Shaw Samuels.
0: Yeah, he's not fucking Ed Harvey or whatever the yeah. fuck they're <laughs> trying to give him the name. He's still <laughs> mad about that. So he comes out and he gives a. they're both heels. So they're just, you know, kissing each other's ass. And uh, Samuels says that the roster wouldn't even be there without him. There wouldn't be an NXT UK without him. And then the GM, same as Sid. Sid Scala. Sid Scala, thank you. Comes out and he sets up uh, a, a match against Shaw Samuels and A-Kid because um, Shaw Samuels and Noam were talking shit like, I should be the Her- I'm the heritage uh, like yeah. pride of NXT UK. I should be the Heritage Cup champion. And so then the GM comes out and makes it, makes it a match, him versus A-Kid. So that might be next week, but it'll, whenever it happens, it'll be a great match.
1: Definitely. That's sick.
0: So that was cool, entertaining. Next, we get a Nina Samuels versus Zia Brookside. Um, the it's a promo for their. I believe it'll be a match next week. Uh, be it'll good. be the loser becomes the other's personal assistant.
1: Uh, yeah, that's, that, that's the uh, that's the Chuck Taylor gimmick.
0: Exactly, but they've been coming out with bags like Nina Samuels been coming out with like suitcases and stuff. Okay, uh, during matches, Zia Brookside and. Telling her like you don't deserve to be here, getting <laughs> home type of gimmick. So, I think that'll pay off for that. Then we get a promo for Trent Seven trying to lose weight for to get a match against. Uh, <laughs> to get a match against
1: George Devlin. How's he looking?
0: Um, I mean, it looks like they're, they're taking this seriously. So I, I, I think he's gonna do it.
1: Let's go. That's sick.
0: Or get close to it at least enough for them for so it. to look like it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So (laughs) that's cool. Then we get uh, a male versus a male is like uh, a big name and she's a French wrestler. Okay. So I don't know if you've seen her. She's been on NXT UK before, but we get a male versus Piper Niven. Nice. Uh, Niven wins. It wasn't a squash, but damn near. She got in a couple moves. A male did. Joseph Connors comes out after the match to taunt Niven. So they're keeping the Ginny versus Piper Niven. Yeah. Ginny versus Piper Niven, a feud going, so that will be cool whenever that match happens again, but regardless, then we get a promo between Gallus and Pretty, and they're setting up the the match against Gallus and Pretty Deadly for the titles, tag titles, (laughs) for some reason Pretty Deadly looked like pilgrims.
1: What the heck? <laughs> they
0: had a silly looking, as Dusty Rhodes would say, they had a silly, funny looking hat on, <laughs> and had like a puffy white shirt. Like they looked like pilgrims. That's the best way I can describe it. <laughs> so that will be a good match whenever it happens. I think Pretty Deadly's going to get the titles, even though I think it's too early for that. Okay. I think Gallus needs to stay on top.
1: They should stay on top.
0: Yeah, I don't think it's it's time yet, but it could be wrong. Then we get another promo, hinting at we're going to get a Ben Carter match next week, which is always good. Then we get our main event, which is uh, earlier in the night, we've seen uh, Boar of the Hunt laid out in the back. He got attacked by, of course, Andrews and Webster. They hinted that. So he's out of the match, which means Eddie Dennis has to step up and take his place. Okay. So it'll be... Mark Andrews and Flash Gordon, Morgan Register against Eddie Dennis and Primate of The Hunt, and it's a street fight, so it's like kind of a grudge match, obviously. it's It might be the payoff for this whole thing between them. I think this might be the end of it.
1: Maybe. It makes sense.
0: But uh, it's a great match. It's awesome. I suggest watching it. If you don't watch the whole show, just watch this match.
1: You gotta check it out for sure.
0: So there was a platform, kind of like how in NXT they have those two, like beams next to yeah. the announce table and people have been going going off those this was pretty much just like i don't know why it was there it might have just <laughs> been built just for him to do this so it was just a big two of those beams going up with a platform on top okay so he does a um he does a moonsault off of that that's pretty much like the start of the match they kind of brawl and then they fight outside the ring and then He hits a moonsault off that, which is impressive. It was high up. I want to say it was, like, 20 feet up. It looked like
1: it. Yeah, I saw a clip of that, and I was like, oh, wow.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it was impressive. Then Eddie Dennis uh, hits uh, Webster with a kendo stick hard, like, really hard. Like, broke the damn thing on his back. And then as the match progresses, you can see it broke the skin. He's bleeding. Like, And this is a common theme in this match, as you'll see, as it goes on, just vicious kendo shots and lots of marks and lots of bleeding. So love that he Webster set up a table outside the ring and Dennis was on it. But then Dennis rolled off before he jumped, but he caught it, but he didn't jump yet. Okay. So then he's like, oh, now you're fucked. So he hit a senton over the table on oh, the Dennis. Nice. <laughs> That was cool. Then they started working Andrew's knee, getting heat on that. Um, so, like I said, Eddie Dennis hit uh, Webster with a kendo stick hard as fuck. So, they take out Primate, and Ed- and Eddie Dennis is all alone in the ring, and they both slide in on either side of the ring with a kendo stick, and they're like, oh, all right, go. time for the receipt. And they just beat the hell out of him with the sticks. I mean, like, <laughs> I think he was just like, all right, I'm done, and just rolled out of the ring. Like, I kind of got that vibe. But the finish comes with a sequence of uh, – it was a double – it was a – there's this uh, in-sequence shooting star from Webster, double front flip from Andrews. Nice. So Webster, Andrews get to win. Sorry. That's good. That's awesome. I had to think about that.
1: But... <laughs> a lot of moving parts.
0: Exactly. But <laughs> it was all over the place. You know, it was a street fight match. Entertaining.
1: Brutal. I checked that out. I definitely want to. I'll probably watch that tonight, actually, since we are were... Breaking the fourth wall, recording a little earlier today. Today, so I've got time to watch that tonight. Yeah, definitely. And check that out. But uh, yeah, man, that, that sounds awesome. I gotta check that out. I'm excited to see whatever they do with Mako My- Satomura. She rules. Yeah. Yeah. And we'll be talking some more about some uh, Joshi wrestling right now, actually. So <laughs> <laughs> AEW had their uh, women's eliminated tournament Japan bracket start this week on Monday, and it opened up with the first four the first four matches in it on this show. So the first match was uh, Yuka Zaki, the uh, magical girl, taking on Mesa Ruga. Love her. Yeah, 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 yeah. Best theme song in wrestling. Song's insane. I don't know
0: if you heard Aja Kong's theme song.
1: What do he say? God made the devil because he was bored or something. God made the devil just for fun. Yeah. Shout out to Aja Kong. She was on this show, too. But Mesa Ruga did not pick up the win here, Yuka Sakazaki was able to get the win, which I expected because she's been established in AEW beforehand. So, Right. I expected that. and I'm a, I'm a big fan of Yuka Sakazaki. She rules. But then the next match we saw was another person who had been established a little bit in AEW. I mean, Sakura, who trained Mesa Ruga, Asha, or not Ashokan, well, wow. Mesa Ruga, um, Hey, she's older. <laughs> and, uh, Mesa Ruga, Who else did she train? I think she trained Riho and also... Akarushita, I'm pretty sure.
0: That makes more sense.
1: So, uh, she's a, a legend in the biz. She uh, runs Choco Pro and uh, another promotion over there. But she took on Venny, who I had never seen before. But they rule. Venny's crazy. <laughs> she was throwing out some. She was. Uh, I mean, they were. They go. She. Uh, Venny goes by they. So I gotta make sure I get the pronouns right. But she. Uh, they came out with the um, kimono that was originally owned. By Hanakamura, which she uh Hanakamura's mother gifted to Venny apparently.
0: Damn, that's cool.
1: Because I guess Venny and Hana had teamed in Japan, I guess. So that, that was that was cool. But Venny was insane. They go by Asuka in Japan, which Okay. That obviously there's a uh, Asuka already wrestling in Japan or in, in the US. So Right, <laughs> they not want to confuse people over here, you know. Yeah. For the American fans, I guess. Yeah. But man, this match was wild. This is my f- the I haven't really seen many Emmy Sakura matches besides like the stuff she's done in AEW. And this match was it. This was really cool. <laughs> I, okay. Every match on the show was really fun, but this one I was like, oh wow, because I had never seen Venny, and they blew my mind. Like crazy drop kicks, crazy lariats, some very high flying stuff too that I was not expecting. But man, I was very very impressed. I'm a big Venny fan now. I hope they bring. Back to AEW more because I'm very impressed. But on uh, Emmy Sakura ended up picking up the win here and moving on to the next round, so that'll be cool. I'm I expect that also. I don't think she picks up the win in the whole tournament, but I, I think she, she goes kind of far. And then the next match, we saw man, everybody's favorite wrestler who's the cutest wrestler in the world is, is what they as that's what they announced her as. And she went, Ito chan, she was hyped up, man, she was fired up. Maki Ito took on Ra- Ra- Ryu Mizunami, which Ma- Ryu was on a uh, double or nothing. Uh, she was in the six-man, te- uh, six-woman Joshi match that was on double or nothing. Okay. She's really cool. Really cool. She has like an Okada-style jacket. Okada uh, stealing her swag. I don't oh, know who, yeah. who did it first, but <laughs> yeah, she took on Maki Ito, who is that Twitter's favorite person in this tournament. And- yeah, I was
0: going to say, she's over
1: with me. And she did not win. Makiito did not pick up the win. She got defeated. Really, a, a great match. Ryu was killing her. Makiito's thing is she doesn't win very much, so like I expected that. But yeah, man. she's um
0: she's like also an uh, an idol over yeah. in Japan, right? Yeah, which is like what, and then an, a pop star type of thing. Yeah, like a
1: pop star, she got kicked out of her pop group though, so that she kind of worked that into her gimmick because like her thing is like she failed at that she failed at something with high school or or something and then she's she's constantly trying to overcome and pick up wins so like in all the high profile matches she's in she loses apparently
0: gotcha and she's the queen of piss and what
1: was it i don't remember what she said (laughs) she just be tweeting stuff man
0: (laughs) she do be tweeting stuff
1: (laughs) but it seems like that after after the tournament uh aired. Kenny said that not like you'll expect to be seeing these talents in AEW more, not just the winners. So I'm, I'm sure they're bringing back over. No, they, they have yeah. to
0: <laughs> he's over already.
1: Yeah. Well right you picked up the win here. It was really fun. And the main event of this the first round on the Japan Japan side was Asha Kong, who we'll be talking about later again, taking on Rin Katakora, who Rin is like a younger I think she's only Three years in, four years in, I think, and Aja Kong's like a bona fide legend. So yeah. <laughs> it was kind of a foreign glow conclusion going into this match who would win, but man, this was awesome. Ren had some heart because Aja was beating the hell out of her and not selling. <laughs> she said, You got oh, those yes, earning kids. <laughs> Aja picked up the win with the Tiger Driver, which is awesome. Shout the Tiger Driver, not next, homies. I gotta shout them out to everybody, every time somebody wins with the Tiger Driver. <laughs> <laughs> But, man, this match ruled. Aja Kong rules. She's just so cool.
0: (laughs) Oh, yeah. She's dope.
1: It was really cool. But the semi-bracket, with that being said, the semi-bracket's now going to be, or semi-final bracket is, Yuka Sakazaki taking on Emily Sakura, which will be a great match, I think. Uh, Aja Kong taking on Ryu Muzunami, which also would be great. And then... Mm that's going to be the end of the Japan side. So I think my finals are probably going to be Yuka Sakazaki versus Aja Kong with Aja maybe coming going over. Damn. Maybe. That'd be a good match. I would be, I would love to see Aja Kong versus Shida. I would love to see Aja Kong win it all. Yeah. And then Aja, Aja Kong versus Shida at uh, Revolution, because they said that the winner of this tournament, tournament gets the title shot at, Re- at Re- Revolution, so... I think yeah, Aja be Kong being on the pay like for sure. Yeah, because she's a legend. I think that's a big enough name for a pay per view match for sure. Definitely. If they want to go that way, which I think, I don't think they would do this whole Japanese tournament for somebody not from Japan to be in the final. You would yeah, think, yeah, right?
0: exactly.
1: <laughs> so I, I think that's got to be what it is. But I'm excited to see what they do with that. But speaking of AEW, man, they had a hell of a Dynamite episode this week, and let's just hop into it. It opened up with Darby Allen taking on Joey Janela in a TNT title match. And this, they started out hot here, man. They just, this was not the match you would expect it to be because they were working, doing like a lot of cool groundwork, got a lot of catch, catch, can style stuff. They were working limbs. Uh, Darby was working Joey's arms, and Joey was just gonna, he was working back. But at one point, is where the match took a turn, is they're fighting on the apron, and Joey said, Okay, I'm done with this, and does like a front suplex where Darby's just ate. The apron with his face, basically, yeah, <laughs> it was disgusting. Yeah.
0: <laughs> that was impressive. Um, I think it was Darby, or I think Darby hit it, but it was an avalanche code red from like the top rope.
1: Yeah, that was awesome. Uh, there was so, some very da- like not not actually dangerous, but dangerous looking toe paints, which are the best ones. Like when well, you know it's we well, you know it's safe, but it's questionable. Like it, <laughs> yeah, it, lo- it yeah, looks, yeah. It, it just looks insane because like That's those.
0: This these two guys' gimmick, is Yeah, exactly. Get that looks unsafe, but it's probably safe.
1: Yeah, definitely. That's <laughs> man, this was wild. Uh, Joey hits a few, like an avalanche elbow, or not an avalanche, a tope elbow, which was cool. Yeah. And Joey just, can work.
0: I mean, say what you want about Joey Janelle, but
1: he can Joey go come. when
0: he wants. He can work when he wants to. I just wish that they, I don't fucking know, do something more with him.
1: You it's know? kind of hard. I think once they have this this third hour that they're talking about, that the second show that that's a place where a lot of guys can get some more. It's more air time for sure. Okay. But like you said, avalanche code red, but only for two. And then Darby ends up winning with a, uh, he puts Joey's arms behind his back and then hits, hits him with a co- uh, coffin drop for the win, which was nasty. That probably hurt yeah. real bad. <laughs> your, your own body weight and somebody else's body weight. On but after that, we got a John Moxie promo on Kenta. He, he dropped some funny lines in this. He said, did, did Kensa and Kenny meet on a Bullet Club, Bullet Club Facebook group? Yeah, I like that. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> he was hyping up the match that he's having with Kenta on the 26th, and he raises the, US, the IWGP US Heavyweight Championship, which is crazy to see that on Dynamite for the first time. I
0: was time. just about to say that. That's It's cool to see that on
1: there. It was just really cool, really fun. But after that was followed with a uh, confrontation with Sammy Uvar and mjf in the inner circle locker room sammy g walks in and says yo guys can we get a minute just a, us two and interestingly uh santana ortiz hager and warlow looked to mjf and say, you guys cool like is that okay with you like taking orders from mjf basically so mjf gives them the okay so they all leave and <laughs> they start arguing back and forth and sammy sarcastically says, because MJF says, I know what you're trying to do. You're trying to take over the inner circle. You hate Chris Jericho. And Sammy, Sammy sarcastically says, oh, yeah. Is that what you want me to say? I hate Chris Jericho. I'm trying to take over the inner circle. And as Sammy's saying this, MJF takes his phone, takes his phone out puts it on the counter kind of slyly. And I don't know if they, he was actually recording or if he was trying to make Sammy think he was recording because we'll That's get into point. it. We'll get into it in the later segment, but Sammy is like, "Are oh, you recording me?" Punches him in the stomach, takes the phone, and throws it at the wall, and storms off. A, I
0: get see it makes more sense when you say it that way because, like, to make it seem like he thought he was because, of course, we are there already did the angle like Jericho's scene, MJF, yeah, try to do some shiesty, you know, whatever shit, and. Yeah, so you can't do it again where it's like oh i was recording and i got a recording because jericho could just go back and watch it and be like ah he's doing shady shit again
1: and then the reason i do think that is because I'll, I'll explain the reason why i think that's what happened later when it gets to the other inner circle segment because there's there's some kind of hints there but yeah that leaves he leaves mjf rolling on the ground after that yeah <laughs> and then you like, move. what did you just punched him right hit him real hard in the ribs <laughs> MJF being MJF, he's, got, he's gonna, you know, he's gonna overplay it all, which is yeah,
0: he sold the fuck out of it
1: classic. But then we got a uh, PPA all day, pretty Peter Avalon and Cesar Bononi, Cesar Debroni. No, I don't have any heat with Cesar Bononi. I, bad have, I don't like that. <laughs> Cesar <laughs> Bononi taking on uh the Nightmare Family, Cody Rhodes, and big shoddy Lee Johnson. And as they're Cody's making his entrance, he walks up and shakes some guy's hand. And this is Arn Anderson's son who looks exactly like Arn Anderson. It's yes. insane. Like how much he yes, looks he like does. this dude. And so uh, apparently he's training the wrestle. So that'd be I don't know. We'll see what happens there. That's pretty cool. Yeah. He looks like he looks like he's got his man was looked <laughs> to be in good shape. He looked exactly like he had the same exact build as Arn Anderson did yeah. that age. <laughs> <laughs> looks forty-five and twenty at the same time. Exactly. I love that. <laughs> Well, yeah man this was a fun match uh Lee john this was basically just a match to get Lee Johnson shine and it it worked because he was going crazy in this match that tope that corkscrew tope he did was nuts yes like, I never, it was like a I don't even know like a like a spiral tap tope it was wild yeah
0: yeah yeah that's, that's the best way to describe it
1: it was crazy but basically the story of the match was Cody Rhodes ends up hurting his shoulder so Lee Johnson has to take the bread of the uh offense and he does. Lee Johnson w- wins with the roll of getting his first win ever in AEW. He was one in 29.
0: Yeah. It's impressive. Then, yeah.
1: He's finally got it. And after that, he, they have a little promo on the stage. The whole nightmare for me comes out and interviews Lee. And uh, he says, putting over the whole nightmare factory Nightmare family for training. And he says, he says, uh, Dustin, Arn, Cody, even Brandy. And as you say, this QT Marshall standing behind him and he, he does not mention qt who was his main no. trainer yep. <laughs> the, the, and qt is pissed he has just look on his face like oh okay okay so i think they're <laughs> going for a little program between those two which would be good to help league it over even more because qt marshall's, marshall's like he's good he's like a good hand, you could say because like he performs well every time he's put on tv because he's like undeniably good at what he does he's just not the most compelling character i'd say
0: Right, but this is a good position for him to be in where it's like, the you didn't show me love, you know, I I've show, I taught you everything you knew. Yeah, exactly. There you go. It's a, right. it's a
1: so, b- perfect story. <laughs> Next, we got a Young Brothers and Good Young Brothers, wow. Young, young, young Brothers? B- oh, shit. <laughs> young Bucks and Good Brothers uh, interview. Uh, they're asking the Young Bucks what happened in tag team by the world, and they're like, hey, why don't you ask these guys? And <laughs> Galliols and Anderson, of course, just, of course, they just they're like, hey man, I'm sorry. Like, we were out there to, to give private shardy is what they called. It. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I love that.
1: Which is such a good brother's line. And he's and he's like, you know, we're, we're good, guys, right? Too sweet. We give me a two swiz. And <laughs> and Matt's like, you know, man, like, can we not do that right here? Maybe like that's like a us thing. Maybe we could do it not in front of Sting. <laughs> and <laughs> I don't know if it was Anderson or Gallus, but somebody, one of them hits the, the best line. He says, Sting. He was in the Wolfpack, brother, right? him back for life.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is this is great. I love this. You know, Good Brothers is over, baby.
1: They're just having fun, man. And I love it. They're, they're hilarious. Every time they're on TV, yeah, they're they make really me laugh. Are. But the big thing out of this segment was that uh, they fired Good the Young Bucks up enough for the Young Bucks to chant in Santana or a tease to a title match next week, which... Huh. Maybe just maybe, do the Santino Ortiz win, and we get an Inner Circle Tag Team title match at Pay Per View to fully blow off that story?
0: Um, I don't know because it's looking like they're all going to side with MJF.
1: Exactly, it'd be MJF and Jericho against Private Par- or not the Private Party, uh, Proud and Powerful. MJF could screw Jericho in the match, mm. and that could be the time that they all come together against Jericho. That's a big pay-per-view moment. I think that – and then the Young Bucks could do a match with whoever, maybe Good Brothers. I think Brothers. Good
0: Brothers costing the title, and then – oh, and then they challenge Good yeah. Brothers. Yeah. They, they impact titles. <laughs>
1: I'm telling you, man, I think – there's just so many ways this could. I would love if Santana Santa Ortiz get the titles next week, this week. Yeah, I mean, I'm not
0: against that for sure. But, I, I mean, if it leads to a f- – a forbidden door match,
1: exactly. I, man, so, so many possibilities. But after that, we have a hangman page interview. Mm-hmm. He gets inter- interrupted by Matt Hardy right after saying that he's not trying to team with him. And Matt Hardy's like, Hey, man, I'm just still still riding this high from our tag match last week. We're such a good team, blah 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 blah. blah. And Hank's like, I'm not really trying to hear that, man. But then Matt Hardy says the, the magic words he said, I, I ran it on a bar for us. He says, Oh, bar, all right, cool. <laughs> Let me go get some <laughs> more. Sure let me go get my phone and he and as he's going to get his phone he walks past the dark order and john's with the best line he says oh hey man right
0: yeah like they don't know each sure
1: and he's just super awkward like it's like a like an ex-boyfriend girlfriend thing like right right where he's like oh it's just it's, just, it's good good to see you and like uh yeah and hangman's like i'm just going to get my phone i'm going with uh going to go into the bar Matt Hardy he's like oh yeah of course I, I guess I'll catch you on the flip and John Silver's like why did I say that it's like smacking himself in the head yeah, he stupid that's stupid. <laughs> yeah. Silver rules man this whole segment was great and <laughs> in the back Anna Jay's just staring like daggers through Hangman. she's pissed She hates him
0: yeah
1: <laughs> he broke the, he broke those boys hearts man <laughs> so what
0: do you think what do you think the angle is with that do you think they save him from Matt Hardy do you what do you what do you think
1: I don't know because I don't know if he needs saving from Matt Hardy after the segment that happens later. So, well, I'll expand on that then. But next we got a uh, pack ticket on Ryan Nemeth, and this man pack just murdered this guy.
0: Yes, he did.
1: Ryan Nemeth was selling his ass off in this match too. I was gonna one say point... this
0: was probably the second most memed thing of the week of wrestling. Yeah,
1: he was good. He was going through it, man. At one point, it looked like he was shoot knocked out because he was selling his ass off. Which Did you is just, one, you know what I'm talking about though? Yeah, where he, where he had him in the brutalizer. His face. yeah, he's like
0: <laughs> even uh, Dolph Ziggler made that his profile picture.
1: So good, so <laughs> good. But man, Pac rules. He just killed this guy and then hits him with a black arrow and throws him into the brutalizer. And that's you and that's all. That's all she wrote.
0: <laughs> and that's all he's got to say about that.
1: And then uh, after that, we got a. Miro, Kip, Penelope promo angle, and Miro wants Orange Cassidy. He he wants him to pay because he knows it's not Chuck Taylor's fault. It, it's it's that Orange Cassidy. <laughs> and then after it cut, cuts the Orange and Chuck on the couch drinking champagne, and Orange is like, "What do you expect is gonna happen?" And Chuck's like, "Of course, Orange Cassidy's gonna come out of the big cake." <laughs> it's just <Right. laughs> it's funny man. Those two great comedic timing. But uh, next we got before their match, and Chris Jericho and Hager are back there having an interview and as this is happening mjf walks up with santana ortiz and he stitches on sammy g and is faking faking a major <laughs> rib injury because he's got he's taped up all the way like DDP. yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly he's just like man i don't he hit me in the stomach and i, I don't know if i can do this man <laughs> but then they have the match that's the acclaimed against mjf and jericho Max Caster rules, man. He comes out. What He, he says something about how they're going to lose this match, like Jericho lost his belt. And then he said he, he drops a line about uh, MJF seeking, uh You Are My Sunshine on uh, yeah. Rosie O'Donnell. Yep. It's insane. These guys came up together. They both were trained at the <laughs> same place and both went through CZW at the same time. So these guys have been wrestling each other forever. So it's cool to see them get a match against each other on TV. But I thought this match was actually really good. There was some Dude, great false finishes in this.
0: I was blown away by how good this match was.
1: I, I, man, the claim rule. <laughs> I, really like this act. They're really cool to like, and the fact that Tony Khan just saw these guys and put them together, like they had never seen before. AEW and Tony, that's from Tony Khan's brain, and it works together, like yeah. all together. It's awesome.
0: Yeah, they, they. I didn't. I, I mean, my ex. I mean, MJF and Jericho. Yeah. Anytime MJF's on on my screen, I, I'm enjoying it. But, yeah, the Acclaim blew me away. This is by far the best showing of them that I've seen so far. I mean, I haven't seen much of them, yeah. but this was awesome.
1: It, they looked really good. And The false finish where Jericho gets hit with the boom box and they go for the pin and it's like a 2.999. I was like, oh, I bit yeah. hard on that. I thought they had him.
0: Yeah. Well, you know Jericho, he's got to get over.
1: Yeah, yeah. But the the fact that he that hey, he had you believing that they were going to win, is that's what it's all about, man. True. And, of course, Jericho wins with the Judas Effect, but, man, this was a really fun match. And then after the match, Sammy G comes out and says, I told you, Chris, one more thing happens with MJF, and I'm done. Well, I'm done. And Jericho's like, what do you mean you're done? He's like, I'm done. I quit the inner circle, drops the mic, leaves. I love that he left immediately, like, didn't give him time to do anything, and he left through the face tunnel.
0: Yep, that's right.
1: And after... I will just talk about this here. That uh, a little, a little time, a little bit after that. I think it was after the commercial. Sammy G says he, he, Alex Marvez, which is he, he's growing on because this man would be working his ass off. and he's sprinting across the parking lot to catch up with him. Dude.
0: Yeah, he uh, he's the hardest working interviewer for sure.
1: We talked about
0: that. He seems like a, just seems like a nice guy.
1: <laughs> he and he he just wants to get the scoops, man. <laughs>
0: Shut
1: your ass, Marvin. That was Marvin's rules. He's he's grown on I me. Mean, it's kind of like Michael Cole. Like he was just like the stoogie.
0: Mm.
1: Like the like all Michael Cole. I love period Michael Cole. I was gonna say he,
0: the the frosted tips, Michael Cole.
1: Yeah, where he's just the guy that everybody picked on. Like yep. <laughs> it's perfect. I but,
0: like uh, I like Co- I like Jonathan Coachman more than oh, like I Coach. feel like because because. Coach got over with me yeah. kid being like, "Oh, I can't stand his ass." With Michael Cole, it was just like, oh, "That guy's kind of a fucking dork." And even <laughs> to this day, I'm like, he's kind of a dork.
1: Yeah, Michael Kors- Cole's for sure a dork. He had that magic. Ass- <laughs> who do you have a magic against? Jerry Lawler. Was that who it was?
0: Yeah, or something. Yeah, because he was Cole was doing like. See, this was when I wasn't watching wrestling, but he was. For some reason, he was a heel commentator.
1: Yeah, I don't, I don't remember what it was. That's well, enough, Michael Cole. In, at like, all. Like the wrestling, like, <laughs> what, like the One, wrestling? Yeah, the singlet. Yep. Yep. Like, <sighs> it's I don't know. That's enough, Michael Cole. So I shot I was Marvez. Sorry to, to compare you to Michael Cole. <laughs>
0: sorry, uh, sorry, Marvez.
1: <laughs> but Sammy G says he's done and he just needs to time away from this place. So. There was He was supposed to show up on Impact, apparently, but like there's creative things that didn't happen. Hmm. So maybe he still shows up on Impact once they figure out exactly what they want to do with him.
0: That'd be cool. Forbidden door.
1: Yeah, exactly. But after that, we get Hangman and Matt Hardy at the bar, and <laughs> Hangman's like drinking quad quad uh, scotches. I think it says quad bourbons. That's what I think it was <laughs> quadruple bourbons. He's just drinking hard. He's got a few glasses already put down, and Matt Hardy's kind of trying to finesse him, basically. He's like, oh, man, I just think that we would work so good together, and all I would take was 30%, and Hangman's like, oh, yeah, that'd be great, and then uh, Matt Hardy turns, after putting the contract down, Hangman takes papers out of his coat, puts it down, throws the other papers away, and signs his papers that he had, so I think, I don't know where they're going with this, but I think it's awesome that Hangman has the wherewithal to understand that he's getting carnied and not, not
0: exactly. I think it. has. Some, I think he's going to turn around where he gets 30% of what Matt Oh, like makes or something like
1: that yeah it'll be something interesting i don't know but then we got a uh for some reason i feel like i've i got some deja vu here i could have sworn i've seen this segment before at least a little bit of it uh tony giovanni interviewing sting, <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: sting again!
1: But, but this one was one of the better ones because they they kept it really short because sting starts to talk and he says like one word and then Taz comes up and says, Hey Sting. Hey Sting, huh? We got a little we got a little friend over here. Hey, Mad sting, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Mad sting, huh? Mad Sting, uh I wish we we should have used that as as the uh, <laughs> the name of the title when Sting came in. Not it's Sting. Mad Sting <laughs> uh, is so good. <laughs>
0: Give
1: me the pen. But uh Taz has interrupt, like I said, and they have Darby Allen's uh, body bag tied to the back of a car and they they drive off which is a callback to his feud originally with uh ricky starks because he put the uh, ricky starks face mask that he always does it on and he got in the the, the body bag and dragged it around his in his car
0: oh that's right yep
1: so it's kind of cool little callback to that but they they kidnapped darby i guess yeah
0: another one i
1: guess and, and then uh, we get a uh, Kenny Omega, Michael Jordan segment. He's just golfing. He's, do, he's doing like a full Michael Jordan bit here, and I love it.
0: <laughs> really I didn't good. even catch that. That's a good point.
1: He does the North Carolina thing, and he's golfing. While he's, like, he's like, I don't need to practice, man. What do I need to practice for? I'm the best. I know I'm the best. <laughs> Which is, Marvez out there sweating. Yeah, he's sweating his ass off. He's like, oh, thank God I found you. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I had to search nine holes just to find you.
1: And Kenny's like... Dude, he's like, why, why? How are you out here? How'd you get here?
0: <laughs> right, you're not supposed to be on the green without a golf cart. If that's the rule.
1: It, it was really funny, but like, yeah, basically, he's just saying he's the best he's in the practice. He'll worry about that match later when he gets there. But speaking of a match, man, this is a hell of a match—the first match of the AEW Eliminator Tournament on the woman, the uh, U.S. side. Legit, Layla Hurst taking on Thunder Rosa. This was a great match, man. I thought this was really yep. fun. Was started good- out, started out with some cool uh, catch style wrestling. Layla Hurts really showed, like, impressed me here. I've, I've seen a lot of her stuff, but she looked really good here.
0: Yeah, this was mm, hmm, probably my second favorite women's match of the week.
1: This, this pri- uh, I don't know. The the Japan Women's Tournament was really good, so I, I'd say check that out for sure. Hmm. But this was really good, a really good way for them to open up the U.S. side, and both women showed their stuff. And, of course, Thunder Rose picked the win here. I figured that it would happen, but, man, it was – really fun. It was really fun. Uh, she went with the uh, Thunder Driver, the Fire Thunder Driver, I think it's called. She just yeah. dropped her on her head with it, too. She <laughs> laid her down on her. <laughs> but after that, we get a Jungle Boy interview with Shivani. He's talking about FTR. He says, hey, we didn't want you to get suspended. We wanted you to hear it because I can make you my bitch.
0: Yeah. He, once you cuss, you know he means business.
1: So he, He's serious, man. He's serious. Jungle Boy is he's ready. But next week, we get FTR taking on Mike and Matt Seidel, which is awesome. Mike Seidel making his AEW debut.
0: I didn't even know I had a brother.
1: Yeah, there's a video of. Uh, <laughs> I don't. I, he took a uh, moonsault style slash once, and it like shortened his career a lot. It hurt it's him easy. a lot. It wasn't. It wasn't from Asia. It was some some other guy on 80s, But yeah. Damn. Wait, wasn't it? No, never mind. I thought it was in CZW. I
0: thought I saw that moment in CZW.
1: Man, I don't know. I don't know who it, I just. I've seen the clip before, and I just know it was Mike Seidel taking it in that apparently it he got hurt off of it, and kind of took away from his career. From wow. he, he used to do a lot of stuff with Dragon Gate, but gotcha. I don't know. it will be cool to see them t- team together. But speaking speaking of a fun tag match, man, this main event <laughs> lights out falls count anywhere. Kenta and Kenny Omega taking on Lance Archer and John Moxley.
0: Whoo <laughs> beautiful
1: man this was just or wild match. Forbidden Door is swung wide open man and this was wild John Moxie comes out with the US title which is just so crazy Kensa comes out he has the Fang Revives music which New Japan doesn't even have in the US which is yeah, like that's the, cause like the licensing that New Japan has in the US I guess you can't play it here but they can play it in Japan but they don't have it here and I was like oh my god they got Fang Revives <laughs>
0: damn that's cool crazy. I didn't even know that
1: Crazy, but man, this is just madness the whole time. a wax Archer with the briefcase, not wax, Boxy with the briefcase, and Archer got put over huge here, man. I think they he looked great. Yeah, they made him look like, like a
0: monster. Yeah, exactly. Sorry.
1: Yeah, he looked great here. There was just so much, man. Uh Kenny goes for the uh, he hits the you can't escape moonsaw with the trash can, which I love, mm. that, spot. I I love, love that. that spot. I love that spot. <laughs> I love
0: that because it's so like crazy. Because that shit could probably still cut you.
1: Yeah, for sure. Hurts. <laughs> oh, man, uh, I got I got to talk about this fight here. It was the craziest thing I ever seen. So Moxley, Kenny has a, a table set up on the ground, uh, like on the ground on the outside of the ring. Yeah. And he's fighting with Kenny and Moxley are down there on the stage. Archer starts taking Kenta towards the announce table, so he's gonna power bomb him onto that. Kenta fights down. He put in, uh, Archer pushes him in front of him goes for a clothesline. Kenta ducks and the way they shot it was just beautiful because you couldn't really like you couldn't tell where everything was. So when he did this, it just looked insane as they zoomed out. <laughs> so he goes for the clothesline. Kenta ducks It just goes from directly from the duck and keeps running, dives off the stage and does yep. a <laughs> diving foot stomp on Demoxie who's on the table. It was insanely yeah. smooth didn't it didn't break was,
0: the table either, which is insane. The imp- I don't
1: know how. They, they they brought one of those new japan tables from across yeah because man, man it was brutal i thought that was so cool because there's slow motion of it and kenta gave it all to like he yes. he put it on it right? might have been just the
0: angle he came at maybe yeah so he put all of his you know force into it to break through but it looked like it fucking hurt
1: it, he, maybe the table didn't, didn't get all the force, but John Moxie's chest for sure did. <laughs>
0: yeah, I think he caught him in the head too somehow, or something caught him yeah, in the head. Was, I remember him like grabbing his head yeah. and looking at his hand.
1: It was brutal, man. It was wild. There's just so much here. They go back into the kitchen. And <laughs> yeah, this is my favorite part. They're fighting. Uh, Mox hits the paradigm shift onto a stainless steel table, and mm. Jr. buries it immediately. He's like, yeah, first day of wrestling school, they teach you to wrestle on a stainless steel tables. like man,
0: just Have fun watching the match. <laughs> right. Still, tables are hard, bro. If you not worked in a fucking kitchen, JR? Yeah, it's, of course it's going to hurt. know you spend time in the damn kitchen, obviously. You're <laughs> <fat>
1: <laughs> <egg>. <laughs> hey, Shout out to JR's barbecue sauce and uh, spices, though. Those are fire.
0: Damn, I've never had them, but... It's pretty good. You? Yeah, I'll check them out, then. It's
1: pretty good. It's pretty good. But yeah, they're in the kitchen fight and everybody's in there. <laughs> Archer breaks a bag of potato, or Kenta has on the, the game over, which they couldn't call it on commentary because that's also what Miro calls his submission. But right. <laughs> He has on the game over and Archer breaks it up with a sack of potato or a box of potatoes. <laughs> throws it at him and <laughs> mocks potatoes. Omega grabs a potato and hits him with it and Tony Schiavone was so stoked. He said, yeah. oh, can I say it? Can I say it? He potatoed him. <laughs> <laughs> it writes itself. Tony oh, Schiavone rules. You can tell he's Gosh, so much fun. Schiavone,
0: he doesn't get enough love, I feel like.
1: Tony Giovanni's great, man. He's a legend.
0: Legend, for sure.
1: And he, you could tell he's having so much fun being in AEW, which is the best part.
0: Yeah, and he seems like a really nice guy.
1: Yeah, for sure. But, man, back back they go back to the ring, and <laughs> Mox tries to kendo no stick off the stepping rope, but he gets V-triggered out of midair, which was awesome. That was dope. Uh, another table gets bragged into the ring. And who goes through with the table? I think... Mox gets like stomp. Oh, he gets drop, the drop kick through the table, wasn't it? Yes. That was awesome. Uh, <laughs> Archer tries to power bomb him, but that leads to – he gets so, – dang, Moxie took it all. Oh, my God. So much happened here. There's just endless action. Uh In the ring, Archer and Omega have a square off. <laughs> Kenny grabs this candlestick, tries to hit him with it. <laughs> Archer grabs it, just snaps it in half.
0: <laughs> Over his knee impressive
1: yeah and then uh the good brothers come out and attack uh (laughs) they help take out archer for a little bit archer knocks them both down there was crazy move where archer goes for a suplex and anderson turns it into a gun stun out of midair that was sick i like that (laughs) that was sick uh can't throw some back at archer and he just pretends he doesn't feel it
0: (laughs) yeah i love that and then they go through peter avalon's bed
1: yeah, they go through Peter Rutherford's bed. Uh, Jake the Snake comes in and try and hits a uh, short-arm clothesline on Anderson, and then Kenny Omega gets him from behind, and they have it set up like he's going to V-trigger Jake the Snake, and I was like, oh my god, i are about to kill this man. You did <laughs> and as <laughs> Kenny goes in for the V-trigger, Moxie comes with the barbed wire bat, hits him from the stomach. That's when uh, Kensa turns him around, hits him with a GTS. Archer takes out Kensa, and then Archer gets hit with a magic killer, and Kenny goes for a one-winged angel on him. He can't get him up, so the Good Brothers help him up onto his shoulders. Kenny gets the one-winged angel for the win. Impressive. My God. <laughs> Impressive. My God. I didn't think...
0: He, I'm like, ooh, I hope he hits
1: this. And it looked looks really a big good. Boy. Yeah, did. it did look really good. It was just wild. I love... I don't know where they're going with the world title for Revolution, but I'm so excited for whatever they do. Yep. What if they Never did... open doors a, open. Like a four-way match. Ooh. Yeah. All, all the four of those... Oh uh, yeah, and then nobody really has to take a pin and look back. It's a four way match.
0: Who do you think is the other two guys? Obviously, Mox.
1: Kenta, Mox, Archer. Really? That'd be crazy. Oh. Or even just a triple threat: Mox, Archer, Kenta, or Mox, Archer, Omega.
0: Yeah, I feel like they got to do something else with Kenta. He could have just came all the way all the way over here for one match.
1: Yeah, I would say. I don't know. He well, he lives in Florida. Maybe he was just home.
0: For, mm, okay.
1: I don't know, but man, I don't know. I'm just excited to see what they do. And I also, there's another mid door thing that I'm going to tell you off the pod because I don't want to spoil it. And I nope. don't know if you, want, if you want to know it, but it, it's oh. Let me just do this. Oh, never mind. You didn't hear the sound. Never mind. It, the effect is gone. <laughs> never mind. I'll tell you after the, pod. Yeah, it's
0: coming off off air.
1: If you want to hear the spoilers, DM me. I'm not going to tell you because you got to wait.
0: You mark. and Jordan. Ask him what the fuck he's talking about.
1: Now we're all marks, and I'm excited for this because I'm, I'm not. I'm gonna I'm gonna stop talking before I spoil it on the pod. <laughs> it's, it, Easy now. It's really cool. But speaking of really cool, man, NXT Vengeance Day, probably the best takeover they've had in month or not even months over a year, I'd say.
0: Yeah, I mean Bell the. I'm gonna say Bell the Bell, but from opening the to main event, I mean. Yeah, I mean there wasn't a bad match on here
1: for sure. Not one match missed. And let's just start from the first match and go, go down because man, this women's Dusty cup final, Raquel Gonzalez, Dakota Kai against Ember Moon and Shotzi was awesome. So much happened here. Uh the doomsday Tope thing that they did was crazy. Yes. That was nuts. <laughs> or no, it wasn't
0: No, that wasn't this that wasn't this match. No,
1: they they also did a doomsday spot. what, what was it? It was a crossbody. Doomsday crossbody. That's what it was.
0: That's right on the outside. That's yeah, right. And that's then, what it was. And then that's when Ember uh, Moon was up on
1: the. No, I think no. Shotzi went off the top and Ember had her on her shoulders.
0: That's right. That's yeah.
1: right. Yep. That that was really cool. Uh, so what else? What what else really stuck out to you in this match?
0: Um, I don't know. It was I, honestly. I think this was. I love the match. That was a great match. I'm not burying them, But this was probably the least of my favorites
1: on this card. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Um, But that's that's no slight slight to them. That's just everything else. No, no, not at all. Not at all. (laughs) Not at all. And
0: Ember Moon, I think, like, she really showed up for this match, too. Absolutely. Shotzi. But um, I don't know. Just the whole match really was great. Uh, Raquel got to... Shine too. She showed that she's still not. I mean, her being in this tag thing, this pushes her forward. To yeah, be, definitely.
1: Yeah. Well, I, I, it was just really fun match. Every time Dakota Kai hits the chiropractor, I pop. That move is so. That's cool.
0: the that's like the one arm
1: like power bomb, right? No, the, the Dakota Kai. It's the the, oh. the um, Canadian destroyer backstabber, basically.
0: Okay. Oh yes, yes, yes. I love, I I love that move.
1: Yep. Chiropractor is such a cool name for it too, because it, like it's like. Kai, like her last name, Rope Pactor, but it's like hey. break, breaking her back. Such Clever. Cool, such a cool name for it. They move for rules. But yeah, Raquel hits her finish for the win, which she still doesn't have a name for, which bothers me so much. Like, Yeah,
0: that's what I thought you were talking about. I'm like, is that their finisher?
1: Or no, No, nah, but this, it was a really fun match, man. I was surprised that they won. I thought Shotzi and Ember were going to win just because uh face versus heel match for the titles. But Raquel, it makes sense because Raquel and Dakota against Shayna and Aya, that's like them standing Money. across from each other looks really good.
0: Yes, definitely. And if wrestling math tells you anything, if they win this match, then the baby faces in the men's match end up winning, which is that's true.
1: Out. That's true. But man, <laughs> speaking of a match, man, North American title Johnny Gargano versus Kushida. I don't even know if I could do this match justice describing it because this was no, just uh, uh, a yeah. masterful match, man. This is I, this is
0: a match spelled W R E S T L I N G. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like you said, you can't put this into words. It's just it's wrestling. This is just a wrestling uh pure not a steal Ring of Honors gimmick, but yeah. As a pure wrestling match, for sure. I
1: I think you just I don't think I could describe this match in other, any other way than just, just a wrestling masterpiece because this was a this was great, man. This is Really, really good. It showed Johnny Gargano. He's still, he's still Johnny Gargano, and, and this is the, apparently the first time Kushida and him ever faced off. So you knew they were gonna go crazy, and they did, man. Kush- Kushida came out of it looking great. Like this is his best match in NXT so far, f- for sure. Yeah, this
0: was just like. His true showing, I feel like. Yeah. They kind of mentioned it on commentary, like uh, he didn't really get a good start, even though that's their version of saying we fucked up with his yeah. uh, <laughs> you know, introducing him. And this is like his, like here his, here is, uh, here's what we wanted to show you. Here's what the real Kushida.
1: Exactly, and he, it was amazing. It was a great match, but Johnny ended up winning with one final beat, which I was surprised by. I kind of thought Kushida was going to win, but I did I, too.
0: I did too. man. Especially when Loomis took out Austin Theory to get before the match.
1: Yeah, so I was like, "Oh, he's not gonna have Theory to help him. It's got, it's got to be Kushida." But no, exactly. Surprising to me, but I'm, I'm, I'm not. You can't be mad at the finish of a match like that, regardless. Like it's just, it was a great match. But speaking of a great match, man, this was probably my, this is my favorite match of the show. The next one, I think, which is crazy because every match is so good. It's hard to pick. Maybe I'm just biased because I love these guys, man.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: MSK apparently stands for the musty kids. I don't know if you caught that in the, the intro rap at the beginning of the show that Josiah Williams did. I he did not. Because he, he ran down every match and had some bars for every match. And he called yeah, them. Yeah, I remember the rap in the beginning, but I did not catch that. That's cool, though. He he, called, he said, yeah, some musty kids. And, and they showed MSK. And I was like, oh, wow. OK. That's what it's called. I don't know how they let him say it before. Exactly. They else Why said wouldn't it, they just
0: say it? You know yeah, yeah.
1: Unless it's a thing like FTR where you're supposed to make up your own names. But I think... Uh. Uh I don't know. Musty kids is cool. Because mm-hmm. like Rascals Musty Kids, it kind of kinda has the same like vibe to it.
0: Yeah. And kids with the Z, obviously. Of course. Like Kids Bob.
1: Man. <laughs> this MSK versus the Kids are young veterans. Whoo, we. <laughs> they were working here, man. This is hell of a match. Uh so much in here. Like like I said before, the uh doomsday clothesline tope thing that I've never seen before. Outside the ring. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well obviously tope.
1: Uh went or it was dead or what's his name? NXT name. Wes Lee got got his head taken off with that. That was wild. (laughs) Uh, they just did so much here. It's they really showed a different side of the of MSK two of them being more aggressive than they had been in the NXT before. And and then uh GYV was going for more high based off High uh, high flying offense. I guess you could say.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, because we saw not not Zach Gibson, James Drake. Yeah, saw him hit a 540. A 450, which, yeah, or four. What did I say? Five forty. Oh, sorry. Yeah, so you'd <laughs> see him hit that, and which we that's very rare. They're usually like a Matt yeah, style definitely. wrestlers tag team.
1: It's is just really really good, man. And I, and <laughs> even better, MSK hits a. A new version of their finish. They, they had been doing like a heart attack neck, uh, blockbuster thing, mm-hmm. but he did like a springboard corkscrew blockbuster to, to yeah. hit, hit it this time. And that was the one, two, three. And man, a big living room pop for, in my house for that. Because, like, Hell we, of a we, push, we, bro. we'd all been watching them for so long. And it's cool to see them get to WWE and immediately get pushed to the top. That's just so cool.
0: Isn't it crazy that if. I were to tell you this card last year, you'd be like, I, I don't believe that. I'd be like, imagine Kushida and Johnny Gargano. Imagine uh, the Rascals and, and Grizzly Young. Or- I don't know if Grizzly Young Veterans had a name before.
1: Yeah, No, uh, no. I think they started teaming together at, in the UK scene as uh, Grizzly Young Veterans.
0: Yeah. And then... If I said Mercedes Martinez, Tony Storm and Io Shirai wrestled.
1: Yeah, for Finn real.
0: And Finn Balor, you'd be like, no way. That's like almost like a dream uh, pay-per-view, you know?
1: Exactly. It's insane. This this is just such a great card. Oh. <laughs> Wild. <laughs> uh, just so cool to see the Rascals or MSK get their big moment. Those dudes are really nice from the times I've talked to them, met them. And, and they're just some talents that you we, we got to see grow so much over the past few years. It's yep. crazy to see. But then we got a Cameron Grimes music video. But Before we talk about that, let's talk about his little uh, promo on <laughs> NXT because we didn't get to talk about that episode of NXT. But man, he comes to the ring throwing money around, throwing he money to in everybody. A damn Lambo. Shows up in a Lambo. He has $100 bills given to everybody. He gets in the ring. He says, oh, man, when I was away, you know, a guy like myself, I got to keep myself busy when I'm, uh, when I'm at home. I started playing video games and then I was like, man, these video games are pretty cool. I, I ran out of video games to play, so I went to the store called GameStop and I yeah. bought some more video games and I was there, like, you know what? This seems like a place I would like to put my money into. So I bought some uh, I bought some GameStop stock and would you look at that? It went to the moon and now I'm rich. <laughs> he started jumping up and down. I'm rich. I'm rich. He started doing the Ric Flair. Woo! He take taking off his coat. Woo! <laughs> Dude, which
0: is very... People, because I saw, I did see on Twitter, is like, it was too Ric Flair and it's like, that's not a bad thing.
1: Yeah, it was perfect. Like,
0: why not take from the best? You know what exactly. I mean. Exactly. Ric Flair took from the best. He yep. wasn't the Nature Boy originally.
1: Buddy Rogers shot the exactly. Buddy Rogers. Exactly. The ever promo hear that, that promo?
0: Gives, the famous promo. Yeah, it's about
1: Buddy Rogers. No, I'm talking about the, the the Scott Steiner promo about Ric Flair.
0: No, no, I was talking about so the famous uh, we, just kiss stealing wheeling dealing. I've been hearing a guy out here calling my name. That oh whole, yeah, that, like famous. That was about Buddy Rogers.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's, but were you a, saying Scott Steiner? There's a, also a promo in WCW that we're gonna watch after this. I gotta show it to you. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's Scott Steiner talking about how Ric Flair stole his name from uh, Buddy Rogers. Yeah, and he's pissed. He said, "Ric Flair." I, I'm not gonna. Ex- I'm not. If you've seen, if you want to see this promo, just Google it because I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna ruin it. It's probably one of the best promo I've ever seen in my life. But just because Scott Steiner is a maniac, and I don't think he's supposed to say anything of what he said. Oh, <laughs> well, I'm sure. Because they,
0: you know, they had a battle of the Nature Boys, too. They wrestled. You yeah, know, definitely. Yeah. General, but he also got the chop from somebody else I know. I, don't, I can't remember who. Maybe Wahoo. I don't know. Then he got – He he's, I think he did take Woo from somebody. Uh, I can't remember. But, yeah, Ric Flair's. T- you got to take from the best, man. So Cameron Grimes, he's a North Carolina boy.
1: And yep. it's fitting. It's perfect. But uh, on TakeOver, he got a music video where he, he's in the pool with money. He's driving his Lambo. He's just, this is crazy. They're, this is perfect. It. He's
0: like, perfect. I'm not wrestling zombies anymore. <laughs>
1: yeah. It's a perfect place for him to be. I think it's perfect for him. But the next match we saw was the NXT Women's title EO Shirai, Tony Storm, and Mercedes Martinez. It was a hell of a match, too. Tony Storm yes. and he, uh, Mercedes were beating the hell out of each other in this. Yep. And Tony, I at one point Tony goes to set up for something on the table and the table just falls over the announce table. It's yeah, yeah, it just broke it. You could
0: tell it was kinda like, uh, okay, now yeah. what?
1: <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. Uh, EO hits a crossbody off of the what do you want to call it? Like the
0: Yeah, like the t- the fuck, I was that's what I was trying to describe earlier. Um
1: stanchion? Is that a word? Is that what it's called? Yeah,
0: they're like old telephone power type yeah. of
1: like a tower, yeah. Basically, off like a like a metal tower, and you, she does a crossbody off of that onto both women. That yeah, so cool. So much happened in this, but EO picked up the win with the moonsault. It was kind of a shorter match than I thought it would be, but it was. Yeah, great. they didn't
0: get a lot of time. Yeah, you're right.
1: It was great though. It was great. Oh, and EO picks up the win after. I thought Tony
0: was gonna win, honestly.
1: So did I. So did I. But I, I think they're really gonna. Do, I think they're gonna do Raquel taking it off of EO eventually.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. That. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And after that, we get a recap of another a- a- Or, well, A. W. Another WWE signing, L. A. Knight, formerly known as Eli Drake, has been signed by the WWE, which is a he's a perfect spot for him. This dude, his promos are off the charts. He's so much charisma. and he's, f- he's really good in the ring too. I know big, you're Eli- big
0: on him. I haven't really seen much of him.
1: Yeah, he's, he's really good, man. I, you're gonna be very impressed. He's. I know you love a good promo guy, and this guy can talk his ass off.
0: Hell yes. But we to watch an Eli Drake, uh, Eli Drake match next week.
1: Yeah, hey, uh, we got we got a whole list of things we might we're gonna choose from. We're gonna we're gonna leave it up to nobody. Us, we're gonna leave it up to us. But we're gonna leave it off the pod because <laughs> I, I we gotta decide what we wanna do because there's so many these options that we talked about before this episode.
0: First of all, I'd like to thank myself.
1: Exactly, and I would like to thank Pete Dunne and Finn Balor because this match that they had in this main event was <laughs> this was brutal. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I don't know if Finn's fingers are broke, but I'm sure they hurt.
1: He was getting them stomped and snapped and (gasps) clapped and everything, man. It was insane. They they were just working the hell out of each other's bodies in this match. There was like so much limb work, so much catch style stuff. It's just old school. This is another match where I don't think I could explain that in What's the word? Ingrid. I can't think of it. How do you? I don't know how to pronounce that word. (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. I'm spelling it in my head. Don't what know is, how to pronounce. It. word. What's another word? Synod, uh, synod. The subtle, the subtleties of this mash. That's another way to okay. say. All it Okay. All right. Intricate. No. Oh. 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 Fuck.
0: Ah, fuck. <laughs> I, I, know you, to, I know what you trying to say.
1: Cannot think how to pronounce that word. In- inc- no, no. You got me
0: saying it. <laughs> fuck.
1: Hey man. The subtleties. We'll say that. I, subtleties. I, I cannot think of another <laughs> way to say that word. Intricate. <laughs> Eight, that's what it is intricacy Intricate. yes intricacies that's what i was trying to say like jesus <laughs> Christ.
0: this match is better than our memories that's for sure
1: yeah i could not get that word that word was kicking my ass <laughs> hard word hey but this was a hard match and like i said I, I don't think i could i could explain the subtle the subtle things in this match like they just did so much little limb work everything that they did meant something and it was just a masterclass. peter he done hit so, some bitter ends that every time that he did it, I was biting hard for it. Yeah, he was just stomping on Finn's hands, fingers, like I said. Ooh, yeah, because uh, it looked
0: like he was like at first when he stomped his hand or what was it? He either stomped it with one foot and then he did both. Yeah, that first one was like okay, I can kind of see, but then the second one, I'm like, oh god, he really, yeah, sure stomped him. <laughs>
1: Finn countered a, the bitter end into a 1916, which was nasty. Beautiful. Him on right his on his head. Yeah. And that was only for two. And every time you hit a move, uh, Pete would not let go of his fingers, which I thought was awesome. I love that. Uh, and then after the first 1916, Finn goes up for the coup de gras, hits it. Pete Dunn gets up, hits him with the 1916 again. One, two, three. Hell yeah. of a match, man. But man, after the match, Finn's celebrating, and then the New Kings come out to attack. Danny Burch and uh, only oh, come down. The tag team champions, they they all, they all hit their uh, they they hit, they just beat them down and then pick them up again. <laughs> Pete Dunn snaps his fingers again, oh. and then you hear da 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 hit the ring. Oh. Adam Cole, uh, Kyle O'Reilly, and Roger Strong hit the ring, and they all stand together. Kyle kind of looks like he's talking to Finn, trying to get him to join the group. And they they all stand tall, throwing up the undisputed area logo besides Finn. The, and they they show the the um copyright thing on the screen. Like, okay, that's cool. Cool. That's what show. got
0: me. I almost I almost turned it off. They
1: they they they, 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 they got me here too, because I was like, Okay, that's cool. And, in the show, and then boom, super kick to the face of Finn Balor by Adam Cole. Kyle's like, What are you doing? Oh my god, what are you doing? And it Adam's like, Hey man. We do what I gotta do. They start to the walk out. Him and Roddy do, boom! Super kick to the face of Kyle O'Reilly. Oh my god! They're finally gonna do it. How long I've been saying that I want Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly in NXT? Why? Um, I was like, what? Okay, so now he's gonna hit Roddy, right? And
0: hit
1: Roddy's
0: Strong.
1: Nope. Because this goes back so long. So in ROH, Kyle O'Reilly and Adam Cole had a, few, a major feud. They had some great matches there. Some of my favorite ROH match, matches of the 2010s. Oh, that Red was when
0: he's Red Dragon, right? Or part
1: of part of or Red or Dragon, what? yeah,
0: yeah.
1: Uh, Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fitz I mean, Red Dragon, right? yeah. And then in PWG, there was a group called um, Mount Rushmore, which was uh, Kevin Steen and the Young Bucks, and, and then Adam at, Cole, right? yeah, Adam Cole. And then a new version. And then there was new Mount Rushmore, which involved uh, Roderick Strong too.
0: Hmm. Okay.
1: So during that Kyle O'Reilly was free you to be Adam Cole the whole time. And Roddy was always on the side of Adam Cole. So I'm wondering if they flip it here or if they just keep, if they just run that back, cause that dynamic worked so well. So, yeah.
0: I'd probably keep it the same and then just keep Finn and O'Reilly together.
1: Yeah. Right? And I, yeah. I, man, oh man, I'm excited for this. Cause Kyle O'Reilly this is going to make Kyle O'Reilly like the huge face of NXT, I think.
0: So then what about Bobby fish? What's he doing?
1: Who knows, man? They have not explained where he's been. I don't, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it's
0: like he's a. it seems like he's always injured or something.
1: I don't know, man. He's just gone. He's somewhere. <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm really excited to see what they do with that. It was it's an uh, definitely the end of an era. Bam, 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 bam. Dan, dan. I'm really I'm very excited to see what they do next week with that. But We talked about this. I kind of hinted at this earlier for the Match of the Week this week. We're going to some more Joshi Wrestling. We're going back to 1995, June 27th, for the Triple WA Women's Title, which is, uh, I believe it's World Women's Wrestling Association or something along those lines. Yeah, the Triple WA. The Triple WA, exactly. It's Manami Toyota taking on Aja Kong, who we talked about earlier. Man, this match is wild. Uh, But like, uh, like I always do, I'm going to let you take the lead on the on the match of the week. And this, What did you think about this? Because I, I know you probably had – I don't think you had seen Manami Toyota before.
0: No, I had not. Aja Kong, I've only seen a few of her matches too, but I, I do recognize the legend there for sure. Yeah. What, quick
1: question. What does Joshi mean? It's just women's wrestling in Japan. I think oh, okay. Like, that's like the that. name for it. Yeah. Gotcha.
0: But right off the bat, we saw in the description for this match that it was a five-star match from uh, Meltzer. Yes, and it was. It lived up to it for sure. It was right off the bat. Here comes Toyota. She's just kicking, drop kicking her left and right. And then Aja Kong starts making a comeback. And Aja Kong, pretty much after this, Aja Kong, I would say, was in control most of the match. Yeah. She was hitting just fuck. She was, at one point, she puts Toyota in a, a camel clutch th- like three or four times in a row. Yeah. But as she puts her in the normal comma clutch and make you humble, she <laughs> leans all the way back and just brings her with her. Like yeah. bends her in half and they make a point that Toyota, you know, she gets Irish whipped outside the ring into the guardrail into it, like, just takes it right in her back. They make it a point that like, she's so strong and like, so uh, has such a willpower to fight that she not only kicks out of these moves when Aja Kong goes for a pin, but she goes into a bridge, yeah, with her back, which is incredibly impressive and, and takes a lot. And it was just hard hitting. Aja Kong beat the shit out of her.
1: She did for sure.
0: <laughs> Power bombed her, uh, her, her, her on her neck multiple times.
1: Yeah, it what was, was it called? No, I said she put, like dropped her out of her neck a bunch of times. Like, yep, hit her with the uh, what's that move? the oh, the, 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 R- the Oh no, the area crash.
0: Area crash. And with the from, the, from the top rope,
1: yeah, and then the and backdrop the, driver from the top the rope also. Driver.
0: Thank you. That's what I was trying to think of. Very impressive. And she hit her with two, I think, two spinning back fists, which is her finisher. You said,
1: yeah, the, the, the Urican back yep. spinning back fist.
0: Toyota is also the championship go- or is the champion going into this match?
1: Yeah, and uh, she hits one back fist. It's not enough, so she hits her with a disgusting power bomb. Picks her back up. Yep. Second Urican, One, two, three. Aja new champ.
0: New champ, a couple splashes were in this match. Like,
1: it's, so it's worth your
0: time for sure.
1: Absolutely, look it up. Uh, like I said, uh, June twenty seventh, nineteen ninety five, Triple WA title, Namie Toyota versus Azakong. It's on YouTube. You can find it there. It's Free, uh, it's free. We might be talking about some more Joshi next week. We might be talking about some Noah. We might be talking about some.
0: Ethan pa- or uh, yeah, Eli Drake. Eli Drake, sorry.
1: <laughs> we're gonna find something. There's, there's so much out there, and there's endless possibilities for matches of the week. So you got to tune in next week to find out what we do.
0: We're opening our own personal forbidden door.
1: Oh yeah. But with that being said, you got anything else on this match before we get out of here?
0: No. Yeah. Definitely check out this match. It's, it's fucking awesome. There's a reason that Dave Meltzer gave it five stars.
1: And I'm giving it five stars too. I am as well. But yeah, with that being said, uh, where can everybody find you on the social medias? Where can they keep up with you?
0: Uh, you can see my fat-ass shoveling snow on Instagram, XNABX219, and I'm on the Twitter, at fat X. Tony. What about you?
1: You can find me on the Twitter and Instagram at BurningHammer, and Hammer. you can find my band on Twitter and Instagram at Karma, K-H-A-R-M-A-M-W-H-C. And then you can find the show on Instagram at GoHomePod and on Twitter at the Go Home Pod. And then you can find us on facebook.com backslash the go home show. You can shoot us an email over at the go Home show pod at gmail.com. I almost said I almost said gmail first again. I don't know why I always want to do that. Well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Uh it was a fun week of wrestling. And now we got another one coming up. Hopefully, Elimination Chamber de- delivers. So it, that match is kind of In my opinion, a hit or miss stipulation. It's kind of hard to, I don't know. Some years it's great, some years it kind of drags on. But hopefully this year delivers for sure.
0: Yeah, definitely.
1: And I'm excited to see the 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 uh, fallout of that the um, Vengeance Day pay per view takeover. Yep. (laughs) And Era
0: Or what was?
1: Yeah, exactly. What was the the disputed era? And I'm excited to see what they do with Kenta and with everything on AEW. Just always excited to see what they do but yeah man that's that's all we got for them so hope everybody's being safe out there it's cold it's covid it's just a whole lot of stuff going on (laughs) (laughs) yeah man hope everybody's being safe wear a mask black lives matter and with that being said from jordan and nick it's time to go home